Hi, I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We were listening to a little Neil Zaza. That was I'm All Right. And I'm so excited. I am joined in studio by WisePack. But let me just tell you a little bit about them before I bring them on. So here on campus, there is something called WISE, the Wellness Initiative in Social Ecology, also known as WISE, W-I-S-E. It's a new and rising wellness resource for the UCI community after recognizing the greater need for more mental health and wellness resources. They aim to improve and expand upon mental and behavioral health and wellness programming services for the UCI School of Social Ecology students while complementing ongoing campus efforts. One of their major projects is the Wellness Initiative in Social Ecology Peer Advisory Collective, also known as WISEPAC. It's a student-led, student-driven team of individuals within the School of Social Ecology, and they represent diversity in race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, lived experience, ability, and socioeconomic status. All members are driven and passionate people. They want to create real change in wellness and mental health in the UC Irvine community. As a team, they aim to destigmatize mental illnesses and increase access to mental health uses and resources across campus. They continue to expand and hope to have their efforts reach more and more students to not just the students of UCI, but also the community of Orange County. And I am joined live in studio with Andrea, who's a student here, and I'm going to have them uh, introduce themselves, and Chloe. All right, let's bring you both on. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Let me see which mic you're on. You're on three. Okay, go ahead. Hi, my name is Andrea, and I go by they, she, and he. And I'm a fourth-year UCI student majoring in psychological science with a minor in Chicano and Latino studies. And I'm part of the self-care cluster at WISE. And my goal is to become a marriage and family therapist focusing on Latinx families. And I hope to bring resources in Latinx communities and destigmatize mental health. Fantastic. Now, hold on one second. Um, I'm going to bring you on your own mic, Andrea. No, that's Chloe. Sorry. Here, you can bring the mic closer to you. And you too. Okay, there you go. All right. Your turn. You're up. Hi, my name is Chloe Ford, and uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm a fourth year um, (laughs) psychological science and criminology double major. Um, I'm a part of the education cluster at WISE, as well as the co-director of design. Um, As of right now, I'm planning to pursue law school, but I'm still in the works of what exactly I want to go into, so I'm probably going to take a gap year after graduation. Good idea. That's a good idea. Now, what has it been like uh, for you individually, you know, as far as your mental health during the pandemic? Do you want to start with you, Chloe? Yeah, sure. Um, During the pandemic, I definitely was not doing well mentally. I know I experienced a lot of mental health struggles. Mm -hmm. Um, As someone who was very active and involved in many different things before the pandemic, Going into um, lockdown was really difficult because it felt like I wasn't as busy and I didn't get the same social interaction. I was was a part of a dance team and it was very hard for me to even continue like dancing during the pandemic because we were indoors and everything like that. Yeah. So it was definitely a struggle. Um, So, yeah. 
What about you, Andrea? Um, I ha- we're like inverses of each other because um, before the pandemic, you know, I was like really anxious socially and stuff. And then when the lockdown happened, I was like, I felt safe in my house because ah. I didn't have to like interact with people. Mm-hmm. I could just stay in my room and like be comfortable and um, not be nervous about going outside and like having to interact with others. Yes. So I felt really safe. And I felt like, oh, I don't want this to be over. But just because, um, well, I didn't want it to be over because I didn't want people to get sick, right? But like, sure. I was feeling safe. And so yeah. um, when the pandemic was, or when lockdown was um, getting lifted, I started feeling like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Like, I'm not going to be safe anymore. I'm mm-hmm. going to be really anxious. Mm-hmm. I have to, like, start over and, like, learn how to be interactive again yeah Yeah. and so like it was really scary at that point yeah because if you're already introverted being at home makes you feel comforted and there is a lot of anxiety you know am I going to get sick or I don't really feel comfortable in person taking classes I'd rather be on zoom I mean it, it depends the kind of personality and what you feel comfortable with so there are a lot of people that have felt like both of you actually so let's talk about um habits did you find like you had to realize you had to change maybe how you took care of yourself did you discover some new things you'd like to do did you want to start Andrea um yeah I did notice myself getting like a little bored and um I guess just kind of like having an existential crisis Mm -hmm. because like I was like what am I even doing like I can't be interactive or social like and that's basically what you have to do in order to, like, get through things. Yes. And um, so I just started feeling, like, pretty bad about myself. And um, so I started, like, looking into different activities I could do, like coloring books or, like, painting. or Those like, are good. Yeah, crocheting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, also hanging out with my sister a lot helped. Um, we're, like, close in age, so we definitely share a lot of, like, music and movie interests so like we did that a lot together and so those activities um helped like that's great yeah and um i still keep up with those habits so like it's easy to uh whenever i feel like burnt out or like uh really stressed i just do those things that i did Mm -hmm. or learned how to do during the lockdown yeah and um it's definitely helped a lot it's like your toolkit your resilience toolkit for yeah. taking care of yourself yeah what about you chloe um i guess like i noticed like when i was at home during the lockdown i'm going to bring you a little closer to the mic oh yeah okay. there we go oh, <laughs> thank you <laughs> okay. um during lockdown um and everything was online i really struggled with separating my work environment and like my work mode versus my like self-care mode i mm-hmm. guess so i had trouble like distinguishing like I'm not stressed right now or I'm I am stressed right now like depending on like what was going on so it's really hard to get out of that so what I eventually found um for my social interaction I I actually started joining like discord servers like communities where they used they played video games and I was able to meet like a bunch of people from different countries and different areas in the U.S. It was really cool. Um, I even met my long distance boyfriend right now on Discord. Wow. (laughs) He's all the way in New Jersey. (laughs) So I was able to just find like connection even 
in like one of the toughest moments I would say in my mental health journey. And I found support through those people and um, through gaming. It was really fun. I even streamed a little bit on Twitch for a little bit, but because I'm busy now, I can't do it anymore. But that's like now my self-care is like playing video games sometimes. I think that's great. (laughs) Well, we are social creatures. Even if you are an introvert, you, you, you like to have some kind of connection, even if it's on Zoom, right? Or on the phone or texting. Like, there's research that shows when you get a text or you get a like on something, you get that boost Mm -hmm. mentally. So we're meant to connect. And I think when you can find those moments to connect, it definitely lifts you up. You know, Mm -hmm. boost gives you a boost of positivity. So so, um, are there any things that you discovered about yourself? Like, do you feel like you've grown some in some ways in the pandemic? Yeah, definitely. I've grown. Um, like I said, like in the beginning of the pandemic, I was like really socially anxious and stuff. And then now coming out of the lockdown and having that like existential crisis, you could say, um, I decided to like get therapy and like, it's great. Um, you know, bettering myself like socially and like being like less depressed because I also dealt with that. Mm-hmm. And um I feel like I'm a, I'm a d- totally different person because, like, back then, I probably would have never even, like, been brave enough to come on here or even, like, done what And look at you. You're rocking yeah. the mic now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm really happy with uh, where I'm at now. It's and great. I definitely think that having that experience through the lockdown helped mm-hmm. me realize that I need help and it's okay to seek help yes um so yeah i'm pretty happy now well i want to tell you something what you just did was so fantastic because i don't know if i could have done that at your age said oh you know i went to a therapist i actually started seeing a therapist a couple years ago because i was going through stuff in the pandemic and there's so much stigma around mental health that a lot of people at times don't feel comfortable saying hey i need help or i'm seeing a therapist or i'm going through this so i think what you just said, I applaud you. Thank you. I really do. I think it's amazing, and I want more people to realize that we need to not just reduce stigma, but end the stigma. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. What yeah, about you, Chloe? Um, I feel like I found myself, like, prior to the pandemic, I really cared about what other people thought about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had major FOMO prior pandemic, like, yeah. uh, the fear of missing out on things so I tended to really get overly involved in everything I was a part of um in some ways I'm still similar to that but I find myself actually being more confident and comfortable in myself enough to like if I don't want to go out I'm not going to force myself to go out you know um so I have like that uh what's it called that barrier boundary boundaries boundaries are really important so it's that's definitely really helped me um discover that like i am extroverted but i also need time for myself Mm -hmm. and for my own self-care yes and taking care of myself yeah i'm like that as well and i've heard more people say like that they are a kind of a mix of introvert expert extrovert but then you can go out in the world have your fun but then you know like cinderella you need to go home Mm -hmm. and recharge yeah, right? like a social battery. Exactly. You mm-hmm. need to recharge. And boundaries is such an important word. Like sometimes you have to say no to things because you don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know you want to just stay home and do whatever to recharge. Mm-hmm. You Definitely. Know? 
So let's jump in and talk about WisePAC because I love this organization. Um, and tell me how you got involved in WisePAC. Um, so I found WisePAC through um, the newsletter email on um, School of Social Ecology. Mm-hmm. And um, I was reading through like their clusters and I felt really um, like called for self-care because um, I really... During the lockdown, I learned about self-care, and I finally, like, started doing that for myself. And then I started, like, sharing um, self-care tips to my family and to, like, my friends. And I just wanted to, like, share, you know, um, ideas. So I felt like this was a perfect way to um, do that. And so, yeah, I'm pretty happy at self-care. That's excellent. And, you know, what's great is that later on, as you continue to grow and you face challenges, you'll know what works for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, WisePack has been doing uh, IG Live, right? Uh, I think you had some IG Live events. That's I okay. think so. Yes. I think we did. Um, I think the Culture Cluster just right. yes. wrapped up yeah. with their, um, their event where they had questions on their story and, like, everything like that. It was really cool. Very inspiring. Yeah. So how do you feel about um, being back in person? How is that going? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like initially I was really scared because even though I'm an extrovert, mm-hmm. I still have major like health anxiety. Um, I've always had like some sort of anxiety about health related things. Mm-hmm. So coming back was kind of scary for me um, just because like I would be around more people and I hadn't. I don't think I left my house the entirety of the pandemic, like, at all. Really? Yeah. It was... Wow. Yeah, I was... Even though I yearned for, like, social connection, I was still too scared to go out. Yeah. So coming back was really rough. But I find myself now being more comfortable around people as I've gotten all the vaccines and boosters. I Mm -hmm. just got my... I think it's the third booster yesterday. Okay. (laughs) So I feel like I've become more comfortable going out. Good. Um, and, yeah. That's great. What about you, Andrea? Um, I was pretty excited to come back in person because of the, all the uh, tips that I learned from my therapist to deal with social anxiety. And I just wanted to, like, use those Good. tips. And so I was, like, pretty excited to come back. Also anxious because, you know, like, starting over again. Of course. Um, but I think... I think I'm doing good right now, so... That's great. Yeah. Do you want to share a tip with... Um, with the listeners, in case they are feeling anxious, something that's worked for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I would always feel anxious and, like, would think that people are staring at me and, like, judging me just by, like, walking by. And, like, I would have, like, that spotlight effect. Mm-hmm. And um, so that would make me really anxious to go out in public because I didn't want to be looked at and stuff. And um, after being in therapy, um, the therapist would tell me, like, they're not looking at me that it's just my feeling and like my thoughts that are making me think yes otherwise yes uh and so it's a good idea to really look into your thoughts and see if it's logical mm-hmm. if it's um if there's proof to it and if there's evidence of you that um if there's evidence where you uh, that your thoughts are valid. valid. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. And so, like, that really helped me. And so when I would ever, when I would have, like, anxious thoughts, like, oh, someone's staring at me. They're mm -hmm. judging me right now. I would think, like, but I'm not staring at anybody else. And they're doing, like, their own thing. Mm -hmm. So they're not looking at me. And so that just calms me down. Just having, like, words of affirmation as yes, well. Yes, you bet. That's really helped, too. And yes. so, um, yeah, just, you know, rethinking your thoughts, like, redirecting them and stuff, just to deal with that. Great advice. Great anxiety. advice. Yeah. Plus, you think about you, you come back, you're wearing masks. How much can you really tell right. what someone is thinking or feeling when all you see are the eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's, that's helped, too. Yeah. We need like a flashing light above their head. <laughs> Happy, angry, <laughs> tired. <laughs> what about you, uh, Chloe? What What are your experiences coming back? Um, I feel like I've gotten more used to like the mask wearing because I'm also I direct a dance team. Mm -hmm. I find it kind of difficult to tell how people are feeling sometimes. Yeah. So you may think that they're like upset or like they're they don't want to be there, but you realize that's probably it's just like their face and yeah, you don't exactly. realize it um so i feel like i've struggled a little bit with that but i've definitely gotten back into like more of the swing of things with like socially going out more and getting involved in like campus because mm -hmm. i i wasn't because i came in as a freshman i wasn't really involved in any on-campus activities so um coming back i made sure to like really go for different opportunities like wise pack and like everything because i didn't really get to initially when i uh came here to uci so do you think when students are freshmen or transfer students they are aware of the resources that are available if they're having a mental health struggle initially forget about a pandemic but in general um i feel like no to be honest um I think it depends on your teachers because I have some really good teachers who put like all of these resources in their Canvas page. Oh, that's great. Where they like compile all these different resources for various needs like let's say you're homeless or mm -hmm. you are dealing with food insecurity. Great. Um, I really appreciate when professors do that. But I remember when I first came, I don't. I feel like I didn't hear like too much about the different resources here at UCI. So mm -hmm. I didn't take advantage sure. of them when I was a freshman. And then coming back, I decided to go looking for more things because I was interested in a career as a clinical psychologist. So mm -hmm. I was looking into like the UCI care office and Good. I found more resources and then I found WisePack. And That's so, great. That's yeah. great. I have another show and I have uh, interns on that show. And we we're talking about um, with Michelle, who's not with us. And I hope you feel better, Michelle, if you're listening. Um, we're talking about doing an event I was mentioning. Mm -hmm. And the focus is... Um, mental fitness and what to do, what are the great resources. There are some tremendous resources on campus, and sometimes people are so busy they don't know what those are. So we're going to provide mm -hmm. those and maybe get some of those groups to join us. Um, I think we're looking at a date, hopefully, in the winter. That'll be really fun. And my team, we have some activities and snacks, and we have some stuff planned, so that'll be great. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, Anything else you'd like to share with listeners about WisePack events? Um, yes. So during week nine, uh, November 23rd, 2 to 3 p.m., SBS, at SBSG 1517, we, the self-care cluster will have a event where we terracotta practice self-care by relieving stress and painting some terracotta pots. Nice. Yeah. And refreshments will also be provided. And so we hope to see you there. 
So what, where is SBSG 1517 for people that don't know? Uh, it's the social behavior and... Social gateway, right? Yeah, social, okay. yeah. It's, I feel like it's close to, like, the business school Starbucks. Yeah, okay. And you keep walking, and it's... Yes. I don't know how... It's near the school of social psychology, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, okay. it's right by... Okay. Um, we can also put great uh, more details on my show blog for people, um, and I have that information. November 23rd, 2 to 3, at SBSG 1517. That sounds like a fun event. And also, you are on Instagram at UCI WisePack. You're on Facebook at UCI WisePack. And it's U-C-I-W-I-S-E-P-A-C. Um, there's also a... Uh, oh, we have, I think we have someone else coming in to join us. Oh, Frankie. Okay. We'll bring Frankie on. Thanks, Sheldon. <laughs> um, there's also a uh, Discord server. Hi, Frankie. She's going to join us. We only have a few more minutes, um, but we'll just bring you on as well. Uh, Frankie has joined us. I will... Uh, fill you in. She's a third-year UCI student majoring in psychological sciences with a minor in sociology. Yes, I am stalling. <laughs> um, she's the secretary and the lead of the social support cluster at WISE, and she's very passionate about supporting others and their mental health. Welcome, Frankie. Let me give you, bring you on with the mic. Hold on a second. There you go. Thanks, Sheldon. Yes. Hi there. Hi, thank you everyone so much for waiting for me. I am no so problem. sorry for the delay. Don't worry about it. my fault. That's okay, that's okay. We, we have like uh, four more minutes, but okay. I introduced you, but tell me, how have you been in the, like, in the pandemic and then coming back to campus? Oh, man, it's been a lot. <laughs> Here, let me bring you just closer to the mic. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I mean, I think com- uh, coming from, going completely from virtual classes to in-person classes was a lot. I know I definitely experienced a lot of anxiety when mm-hmm. it came to, I guess, sort of like health anxiety. Yeah. Um, a lot of, I think the pandemic has made us like a lot more aware of our surroundings mm-hmm. and like consistently like everything that's been going on. Um, so I know that like, I remember like sitting in classes and being like, oh, and, like, oh no, like, why is no one else wearing a mask? Like, am I going to get sick? And sure. just being a lot more um, aware of those instances. And yeah. I think there's also a big change in the workload yeah. as well. Um, definitely it's harder to juggle, um, going from virtual classes to in-person classes. Definitely. Yeah. Did you, uh, start doing different things like as far as your self-care or new hobbies in the past couple of years? Yeah. I mean, um, I think during the pandemic, I had a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that I started doing is I started making a lot of jewelry oh, and that was cool. really fun to do. And I even turned it into a little like small business thing. I like, love that. And I would sell jewelry on Etsy and it was like a really good creative outlet for me. Um, of course, when I transitioned um, into back into in-person classes, mm-hmm. now we're kind of near, we're farther away from the peak of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I would say that I don't have as much time for that stuff anymore, but I still think it's really important to find small moments in your day where you can incorporate self-care. If it's as small as going on a walk, taking a shower, Mm -hmm. just doing something nice for yourself even. I think everyone can make the time out of their day at least 10 or 20 minutes to do it. Definitely. I was telling um, Andrea and Chloe that, you know, there's a big term going on, mental fitness. Mm. And long term, what you have done is created this foundation as you get older and 
you hit obstacles in your life, like you have this great toolkit, what to turn to, to do stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah that's so cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what is your experience with wise? Like, how did you get involved? Um, I got involved. I was looking for some kind of like mental health, I guess, kind of like organization or team to join. I mean, I've always been really passionate about mental health and mm -hmm. spreading awareness and advocacy. And I was trying to find a way where I could do it. Like, as a student on a student level. It's great. Um, so when I was looking up um, opportunities, I came across WISE and I interviewed, got the opportunity, and my experience has been really good so far. There's so many different opportunities besides like the general WISE tasks that mm -hmm. we all have to do, like what I have to do as a secretary that we can get involved in, such as like being here. Yeah. So like we have the opportunity to That's be great. here and speak about mental health yeah. and all the things that we really enjoy and are passionate about. And, you know, there's so many different things that we can do. I'm also doing field study with WISE right now. Oh, good. So we've been working on a Humans of Social Ecology project where we're interviewing different members of social ecology and writing blog posts about them Fantastic. and social media posts about them and their own wellness journeys. So that's been also a really that great, is great opportunity. That is great. Uh, anything else you want to add before we wrap up? I know you came in late, but um, anything else you want to join? And we can, um, you can come back on another time. Yeah, I mean yeah. I'd love that. Um, yeah, thank you so for, so much for you having me. You can too. Me. I didn't mean to exclude you. <laughs> no, yeah, thank you so much for having yeah. me. And I would just tell everyone to, I think one thing that I struggle with a lot is feeling guilty about taking time for myself mm -hmm. to take care of myself. Um, I would say that I would remind people to not be guilty about taking time out of their day to focus on themselves because yeah. at the end of the day, you are living with yourself. So yeah. you need to prioritize your well-being and how you're feeling. Yes. I think. And it's really important. You know, homework will always be there tomorrow. It'll right. always be there an hour later. Yeah. So that's and one you, thing I would say. Yeah. And also, it's not selfish. And if you don't prioritize that, you won't be able to do the things you need to do.